This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match, big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the mind. Yo, what up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim for your hat Titan. A.K.A. the Conspiracy Realist. A.K.A. the Technology Snob. Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. A.K.A. I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice. Young Caesar because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? It's your man Dame, three underscores, 313, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you speak it on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, you bitch-ass motherfucker, you're not saying it right. It's the Honorable Judge Boss Dame and his bitch all rise. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 372. On, on you hoes. I just fucking realized something. What's and up? it is so fucking... Perfect. This is episode 372. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week will be seven years of the podcast. Though. Wow, bro. It's fucking crazy. I really thought I was just doing you a solid on a Friday. I really did. But think about it. What we just say here, our first Ooh. studio was in room 373. 373. And then on our seventh anniversary, which is fucking crazy for me to say, it's gonna be and uh, it's gonna be episode three seventy three on you hoes and uh, I love it. Hopefully we'll have a royal rumble up in this motherfucker. Oh yeah, because it's time. I wish you had the the uh, the people's court. Don't, theme. Don't, don't, yeah, <laughs> the people's court theme music because if we get everybody in here, including Cheyenne, we taking her to the homie court. Yeah, she gotta go to homie court. <laughs> um... I know y'all don't know why. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even 100% sure I'm going to say why on the pod, but. Oh. The People's Court. Cheyenne Lene. Bring your ass to the front of the court. And guess Bring who, your ass here, boy. And guess who's going to be here to preside? Judge Boss Dame in this bitch. All right. All right. You feel me? All right. Uh, how was your week, my brother? So, man, I had a confrontation today at Walmart. Okay. Wally World. <laughs> First of all, Walmart is a huge MMA cage, in, in my opinion. 
but I had a little confrontation. I was off work today, so I figured, you know, I'm going to sleep in late. The kids basically didn't say, fuck school, school over with. We ain't going back. And I'm cool with that because I don't feel like getting up no way. So I slept in, took the dog out late, and I had a few runs to make. So I said, I'm going to go to Walmart and get, just knock everything out in one trip. I get to Walmart, and I'm walking around. I'm doing my thing. Now, if you know me personally, if you've ever seen me or met me, you know, I don't walk fast. <laughs> That's a fact. I don't walk fast at all. Like I look, I legit conserve energy. I'm always in sleep mode and I stop and I smell the roses. I do not move fast under any circumstance. So I'm walking, I'm strolling through Walmart. And as I'm strolling and perusing through aisles, this lady hits the back of my the back of my ankles. Now Number one, like, man, why are you so close to hit the back of my ankle? Big Cause, facts. Because it's Walmart. And I understand you're trying to get to the bras and panties with your big fat ass. But, you know, I'm I'm moving slow. So I turn around. She's apologetic. Oh, my bad. Whoop, whoop. You know, I let it go. But me and her are, like, legit in the same area. I was trying to pick up some drawers and shit and some other little things to the house. So we cross paths again. And what happens the second time? Run in the back of your shit. Runs dead into the back of my ankle so hard that I almost fall. I I turn around and I just start emptying shit out her cart. Just throwing it on the ground. <laughs> that was my first reaction. I saw a comforter, ground. I saw sheets, ground. Everything I'm throwing out the cart. She's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Side note, I totally forgot to set up the camera. It's cool. It's I, damn. I, I was wanted to record too. Anyway, it's cool. it don't matter. So yeah, I, so this is a great story. I tried, I to, dump, I tried to dump everything out her fucking cart, and you know I never understood this about the grocery store and shit. Because I'll be honest, this ain't the first time I've dumped shit out of somebody's cart. Why do people get so possessive about what's in the cart? You ain't even bought it yet. Mm. It's Walmart shit. Mm. It's not yours. You haven't paid for it. It still belongs to Walmart. We're still inside. It's pending. Go get another one. Go get another one. <laughs> May not be another one. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, you get a pass. She fucked your ankles and shit up. You know, on the back. Of, boy, that's a bad, that's a fucked up feeling. Right there on the back. That's your Achilles. Yes. And I understand now why my mother would like give me the death stare anytime, like the the few occasions I hit her in the back of the ankle in the grocery store, Man. she would look through me. And I understand why. First of all, lady, we still in COVID. Back the fuck up. We are not still in COVID. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, we still are. Back the fuck up. Give me six feet. Oh, you lucky I left my mace in the car because, bitch, I would have sprayed you in your goddamn face. Swear to God. Swear to God I would have sprayed her in the goddamn mouth. You carry mace? I do typically keep like a secondary weapon. I usually got a knife. It just depends. Like, but I usually care. I usually I've never keep. bought I'm not opposed to it. That's not like a not. I, I'm not opposed to it at all. I, I, just, I don't know. I just a, never I bring, bought none. I bring you some. When my boy got like let go of the post office, he had a lot of mace. You know what's so funny? I don't carry a gun. Right? I carry appendix. A lot of people don't carry appendix because. Afraid of blowing their dick off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it takes some get used to. But I'm cool with it because it's most comfortable like that. You can't really see it. You know, you carry it on the side. Like, I look for people gun. When you Everywhere carry it on the side, you always see that ball. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, just, I can get to it quicker the whole nine yards. I, I have knives on me all the time. Sometimes they open up and pop. 
I'm cool with all that. I think I would accidentally spread myself with mace, though. I'm I'm afraid to carry it. I, I literally just thought now, like, what if my first thing was like, what if I spray myself? Not what if I shoot my dick off? It was what if I spray myself? Let me tell you, my nigga, and this will probably reflect. Never been maced. Either. This will reflect very negatively on me, probably. But I always think about macing first. Mace the fuck out of them. That's, that's not even better. It's better than shooting. Though I would, you know, like you. Dog, I had, and we talked about your mans and the asthma attack, but I did have an incident where I got into it with a nigga at the gas station who had asthma, and I definitely, like. He just told you, hey, sir, I have asthma. His his lady was in the car. We got into a confrontation. His lady was in the car. I thought the nigga was walking up, like, in a way that I felt defensive, so I maced the nigga. And when he hit the ground, you know, when I mace, it's twice. I'm going to get you the initial time. <laughs> and then, like, while you, like, covering your face, hey. I'm coming again. I'm doubling down. When you told the mace story, AJ was on the pie. He was like, yeah, have another one. <laughs> I think about that shit all the time. <laughs> I'm doubling down. That's that's my thing. Because oh, I've maced. I don't even want to give a number, but it's definitely in the double digits. Of people that I mace, and I keep it in the car because, like, I, you just never know. That's crazy. But I double down. So if I mace you once, definitely a second spray is coming. No, have I ever been in? A and his girl was like yelling from the car, "Oh my god, he got asthma! You gonna kill him? No, nah, bitch, he gonna die if you don't get out here with the inhaler." Because I'm coming. Because when you tell me some shit, I'm not the type of person so like. Is mace and pepper spray two different things? They are. Which is worse? After seeing the reactions of Mace, I like to think that's probably top two, if not two. Mm. I'm trying to think, should I have Mace on me? I, I bring you a bottle. I got some at the crib. I bring you a I bottle. I guess that would work if I if a dog ran up on me. It, it definitely works. The mailman makes me and the dog. That's crazy. It was a couple years ago, but she got us both. That's crazy. I was like, no, he not good. You know, I got a pit bull. Too late. I'm and not I, waiting to see. And, and I'm telling, like, the dog kind of, you know, squared up with her. And I'm like, no, he's not going to bite. And she was like, bullshit. And she started to spray my dog. So I jumped down to, like, cover him. And she got me with a face full of that shit. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> but I, I care, you know, like, I shoot somebody's dog. I don't want to shoot nobody's dog because I understand. You feel me? I love my dog. And, uh, as a matter of fact, Speaking of, I took Umar to his first uh, his consultation. He's about to go in training next week. Okay, either next week or the week after. I got I got to look at my work. Where are you taking him? Uh, Motor City K Nine. Okay, yeah. Shout out to Motor City K Nine. Um, we gonna get them all together. You feel me? We gonna get them up in here too. Motor the the trainers. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, that'd be easy work after Umar is, you know. I feel you. After he's all is, together. Is he like an assimilated Negro? Does he play well with others and you know listen and shit? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I mean, when this, a dog came in there, I think it was like a Belgian Malinois. Uh, Those dogs are dangerous. Uh, he came in, and Umar looked at him. Then he went to the... I'm like, man, I like that. You know what I'm saying? I like that you barked. And he was like, that's good that he barked. Because at first he didn't. He was just looking. And the other dog didn't bark at all, which is when you go on the train, they teach you like not to be like afraid of other dogs. But... When it's go time, you can give them a command. It's, it's go time. Yeah. Dogs, most dogs, or a lot of dogs bite out of fear. Like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Let me bite this nigga. Like, that's pretty much what happens. If they're afraid. Sound like niggas. I don't know what's going on. Let me swing first. For sure. 
I'm gonna shoot this nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, god damn. Uh but yeah, so uh to it's gonna be a six week training, you feel me? And we get them together and make my life easier. Now bring them up here. Okay. Cause if I go if I get out get off work to go pick them up, I can't go all the way back home and then come all the way back here and make it for a session. So the nigga come here. <laughs> you can bring a dog we can bring dogs in the building? No, we cannot. Oh. But once he's trained, he'll be quiet and sit and stay where I want him to do. Boy it. management gonna be on our head. Well, it is what it is. We can just blame it on the third floor. Like, he a prop for a movie. <laughs> yeah. That's <because laughs> what we can do. Um, but no, prop. I'm here in the, and like, I come in the back door. You know what I'm saying? See what the fuck going on. See who had the security desk. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, my dog, you got to come first. <laughs> okay. Like, come come put him out. Then. You want him out? Put him, come put him out. That's how we going? Come put them out. Management has been really nice to us, all things considered. Man, they just bought this building. This bitch has been passed around a couple of times, okay? I've never seen them niggas yet. I don't know the new people yet. Okay. They just sent me a new lease. Do we Two sign? days into it. You sign it? I, they, I literally just seen it for the first time. I'm thinking like, you know, we two days into the month. I ain't paying no rent because the lease, it's an app. It ain't nothing to pay because the lease is over. I'm like, all right. I wonder how long this. We just hit, we squatting. Right. I, they, they <laughs> Shop send talk me, squatting. They sent me an email last month. Um, I replied very beautifully via ChatGPT. Great email sent back. And they never replied. And I, a couple of days before, I'm like, you know, we're coming to the end. And I looked at the email. And I guess I replied to the email that say, do not reply. But the shit sounded so personal. I thought it was the person downstairs. <laughs> and it came, it was signed like the the, the lady, whatever, but it, I looked at it like, yo, why the fuck did they not respond to my email? So my daughter, my my 10-year-old has access to chat GPT. And this is a text message that she sent her mom. <laughs> Dear mom, I hope this message finds you well. I wanted to talk to you about something that's been on my mind for a while now. As you know, I used to have access to TikTok on my phone, but it was taken away due to some concerns by you that you had with the app. While I understand your worries, I would like to respectfully request you consider giving me back access to TikTok. I believe the app can be fun and a creative outlet for me, and I promise to use it responsibly and within the guidelines you set for me. If you have any questions or concerns, I'm more than happy to discuss them with you. Thank you for taking time out to consider my request. Which daughter did this? My 10-year-old. Oh, wow. I'm thinking like, yo, the 17-year-old. My 10-year-old. Yo, shout out to her. Her mama sent me this like, did you help her? I was like. (laughs) Nigga, this is way too advanced for me. (laughs) Like, you don't know. You know I don't talk like that. (laughs) No, I did help her. But she still can't have TikTok. I mean, that's a very respectful request. It is. And she had to tell TikTok, not TikTok. Chad GPT. What she wanted to convey in order to bring that. Like, hey, my... Got, can you send me a message to Sunday's that got took? I'm promising I'm gonna do good. And it takes what you tell it to come up with that. That's I would give her a chance. I mean, ain't like you can't take it away again. Yeah. You know? Because, know. like, if I get that level of effort and I get nothing back, I may not get that level of effort no more. It's just TikTok. To us, <laughs> but to them, that's all my friends is there. Yeah. It's that's... like, no, nigga, you can't go outside. But everybody outside. <sighs> so we'll see. We'll see. Give it to her, you know. Take her to parent court. Yeah. Mm. Make her plead her case. 
yo, what if what if that's a thing? Get me her and her mom up here. No, 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 Never no. Mind. I'm thinking of like, what if we shot a show? Parent court? And the kids can take we, the parents we, to court. We're giving away too much game. We're giving away too much game. Well, niggas can know the the the, the ingredients, but they never got the sauce. Never. They never. would never shoot, edit, audio. They would never get the sauce. I'm with it. I'm with it. But you can be the judge, right? Absolutely. But it's the children who want to take the – or vice versa. You can either take your kid to court or take the child – the child take the parents to My court. oldest daughter is a financial terrorist, and I would like to take her to court. Now, don't lose. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be wild because that motherfuckers chat GPT your ass the fuck out of here. Look. All right? So my daughter, she just started working a new job. That's where I saw Curve at. Shout out to Curve Gotti. He was out with the family, you know, being a good family man, him, Ashley, and the baby. And I, when I saw this, when I saw his little man, I, I called him out by name. He was like, "How do you know me?" I said, "I know everything." <laughs> but anyway, I see my daughter working now, and like she just hit me up for some money. She tried to squeeze me a little bit, got her hair done and shit, and now she working, so she got to have bundles. Well, she thinks she's super bad. You need to work overtime, since you want to be a part, a productive member of our society. You don't work for you, and then I pay for the rest of your shit. What do you think this is? Life. <laughs> yeah, I got. I had to supplement her income, so I was giving her a hard time. She asked for an amount, but we did a negotiation process. This is what I will give you, and we negotiated in the middle. And you know, I didn't give everything. She didn't get everything. You know, comfortable negotiation. If both people are unhappy. Then that's a good negotiation for me. Yeah, you know, I didn't want to give her any money. She wanted me to pay much more money. I would like to say this: if you go into a negotiation. Um, and you feel, hmm, if both people are not unhappy, then that's not a, that's not a negotiation. You went in there and they kept what the fuck they wanted. That yeah. that's not, that's not negotiation. It has to be, if you're not willing to walk away and not do anything, it's not a negotiation. Facts. Cause I, I definitely got to a point where I told her like, this is my final offer or nothing. You can take this number or you can figure the fuck out by yourself. So the job I was working at um, prior to the job I'm working at now, I applied and got a, and you know, they tried to hire me before the job I was working at before then. Okay. <laughs> before I was at the credit union, I applied yeah. at this one place and um, they told me the salary. I knew it to be something different. And, I'm like they they didn't they wouldn't budge. I'm like okay, well, no, I respectfully decline. Okay, and um, I just didn't go. Five years later, I went back, and when they went back, I asked for more money again, and like the little the recruiter person, because like, like, well, you're gonna be in training for this part of time, this part of time. Like over the year, you're gonna make significantly more money. I said I understand that, but when I come in. In order for me to get to that point with making money, I got to go about three to four months. I'm not leaving a job and taking a pay cut for three to four months. For the potential. Yeah. So that's not happening. Um, so she was like, well, what do you what do you want me to ask them for? I'm like, well, whatever the average commission for them, for, for the average supervisor there. Give me that for divide that shit up <laughs> by four months and then give me that. 
And he was like, well, we don't do that. So what's the number? I'm like, well, we'll add on extra X amount of thousand dollars to my salary. And she's like, I'll send it to them. I'll see what they say. I don't think they're going to do it. I'm like, okay. It was a Friday. I had to sign an offer letter by Monday. She never responded until Monday morning. I had to do about 5 p.m. Monday. Then she yeah. pay like, they accepted. I'm like, why the fuck is you mad? Because people don't push back like that. I'm... <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm not taking it. I got a job already. The best time to find a job is when you already got a job. So I did that with my current job. There was like, because I remember when I interviewed, I asked like, what's the base salary? And, and like everybody shy away from like, oh, HR will negotiate that with you. I said, oh, all right. I'll, I'll wait for HR to contact me. And they sent me the initial offer package. And I was like, as I understand, there's a salary negotiation. She was like, yeah, it's negotiable. I said, well, let's (laughs) Let's start those negotiations. (laughs) I see. Let's start those engines. (laughs) I saw the number on the the offer, and this is the number I would feel comfortable with working at. And I always ask for, like, ridiculous money. Because why not? Like, I start start with where I really want. I'm top-down selling. That's what I tell people to do. You ask for the most, you're going to get a couple no's. Right. Yeah. So if you start really high, nope. Go down a little bit lower, nope. That third no, that's where I was gonna be anyway. But if I start there, this is what I hate. You start at the gold package and you work your way down to silver. Platinum. Work your way down to silver. Facts. You know? Um, but it's like this. I hate when I see this. I don't even think people understand that they're dumb when they do this. They'd be scared of the no. I'm selling a car. It's fifteen hundred dollars or best offer. So I can offer you less than $1,500? Or you thought I was going to offer you more than $1,500? Like, what, what's the or best offer? Well, the best I got is $42, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> if, if the I, car $1,500. Ain't no or best offer. Yeah, if I see that on some shit. I'm going low. Facts. If I see 15 or best offer, you take 12 If you put a price of anything out there, you say you sell it on Facebook, Marketplace, whatever, 100% of the time, unless you got a sucker, or you dumb and you got it really missed. <laughs> you, you got it way too low. I'm never offering you what you were selling it for. Dog, I remember one of the sneaker cons was here in Michigan. And I took my son and I remember seeing a pair of cement J's that I want. Some cement fours. Yeah. And bro was arguing. He was like, look, I ain't get 550 for these all day. 550 in your size. I'm like, I legit pulled up like. StockX, GOAT. I'm like, my man, they're not even going for 550 on there. Like, I'm not. He said, this is a sneaker convention. There's 17 more pairs of these somewhere. Nigga, I will walk to another table and offer them the same $300 I just offered you, and somebody will eat that shit up. I got some semen fours, dog. I beat them bitches up, though. Well, I mean, I just ain't. Where your kicks? Where your kicks? I wear my shit, dog. Where your fucking kicks? I wear them now. I used to be one of them niggas. Not, Not granted. I do got some shits that I ain't wore because I ain't been at nothing be- good enough to wear them bitches. I feel you. You feel me? Like, we going to live pod, brand new kicks. We doing something like nice kick. Dog, uh, I, I never forget. I used to keep kicks like I boxed them bitches up. You know what I'm saying? And just, they be in the box. And I was gold on the shelf. And I remember going out with this chick and I was like, she wanted she wanted to do something active. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to pull these Barclays out. Cause I done kept them in the box. They pristine. Them bitches started crumbling on my motherfucking feet. That, that's happened before. They that's started right. crumbling on my goddamn feet. I had some New Balances that I uh, I bought them bitches in like 
a long time ago, over ten years ago. Right. And I used I rocked them bitches. Whenever Yup and my white tee came out, that's around the time I bought them bitches. Brown, <laughs> suede, uh, or whatever. Rocked them one time. Super cold. About a year and a half. I was in this house that I'm living in now. So it wasn't okay. that long ago. Yeah, yeah. I put them bitches on and I walked into the other room. Them bitches crumbled, nigga. <laughs> crumbled. And I didn't know. I was going out. You know what I'm saying? I just happened to look down. Jay, I was out with her. We are walking. We are walking. Shit, them Jordans, some Jordans, you know the Jordans that came in the suitcase? Yeah. Them bitches coming on me a couple, not even two months ago. The night I was, uh, Umar got sick. And, uh, Umar got sick and he took a shit in his head. He like had diarrhea and shit like that. So mm-hmm. I had a Yankees cage out. Go outside and like wash the cage out with the water hose and everything like that. I put them like, let me get some shoes on. Them bitches disintegrated, nigga. <laughs> I didn't know though. Like at one point, my foot started feeling weird. Look down, ain't no fucking heel on the shoe. <laughs> you touch you, no fucking sock is on the cement, nigga. This the 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 bottom, this part of the J is still in my garage by the side door because I'm not moving. It. Dog, we was walking up to like the door of the place, and I'm like, oh my fucking god, these bitches is cr- they're disintegrating with every fucking step. It was so embarrassing, so yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, that shit crazy. Uh, shout out to James, man. James was in the uh, JD Anderson was up in the building. Yeah, man, bought uh, his pops up here. Yeah, man, I love pop talk, man. <laughs> Look, good dad conversation. Yeah, man. And I like, you know, the dads always give solid fatherly advice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, uh, I had posted something the other day. Let's talk about this because we had literally just talked about this on the pod. But since it came up again, let's talk about it again. All right, what's up? Um, some girl posted something on the internet, basically saying she hate when men, basically whenever she goes to a, go, she got a problem with men. Here it goes. Here we go. I guess I should probably turn this Bluetooth on so y'all can actually hear what I'm about to play. Hmm. Refrain from talking to a lot of my male friends when certain happens mm. because y'all all do the same thing. Y'all go into problem solving mode. I don't want to, I don't need your solution. I already deducted 15 solutions to my own problem, but I'm just trying to tell you that I'm upset and I'm just trying to get it out. I'm just trying to get these emotions and these feelings out. I, I can say that I don't understand it. I can say that I receive it. I'm working on being able to do that. I know it's not my strength. My strength is trying to problem solve. My strength is trying to be like the best friend or the best other half of this conversation. I would suggest clarifying in the beginning, like, don't offer me any solutions. I just need to vent right now. If you say that up front, I think you'll get the response you need. But a lot of times, the initial reaction, if you start giving me your problems, I'm going to start coming with solutions. It's just natural, unless you tell me otherwise. She said, I have 15 different solutions to my problem. Bitch, you don't got a problem. What the fuck you talking to me about? I don't want to hear you complain over and over again. Now, I can't lie. I am a soundboard for my friends if they got some ish they want to vent about. That is perfectly fine with me. Nigga, I need to vent for a minute. Cool. But you cannot, without me saying something, 
vent to me about the exact same situation over and over and over and over again. I don't want to hear it. But the, the, this is what really pissed me off about this. This is why I brought it back up. Because I looked at these Talking comments. to a lot of my right, male shut up, friends. Shut up, shut up, shut up. I believe friends should be a safe place. Expressing why or that you're upset shouldn't be labeled as complaining. I should be able to say what I'm going through without the influx of unsolicited advice. Sometimes all we need to hear is, yo, I'm sorry that's going on or I'm here for you. Not immediately bombarding with what you should do. Could could have done better. Need to do. Like, damn, humanize my experience first. Then I need to advice on how to fix it. I ask you. First off, we all humans. I don't need to humanize humans. Right. The idea that I need to humanize you. Are you think? Are you saying I'm treating you like an animal? Do animals typically come to me with problems that I need to be like? Only thing that comes to me with problems are humans. You are not being dehumanized. Um, somebody said if you already saw the problem, then why are you even talking about it? Cool. People go straight into problem solving mode because a part of their brain that is responsible for empathy and compassion isn't fully developed, or they have so much trauma from always being in survivor mode that they go straight into problem solving mode. You made that shit up. Girl, keep the goddamn problem to yourself. Like, shut the fuck. I don't need, I don't really even care that like I'm giving you the courtesy because I'm your friend and I love you and I fuck with you. But like, if you're going to be like, keep the, keep that shit to yourself. So basically you want to transfer your negative energy to somewhere else and you're venting without a solution. You can keep that inside your cup. Problems without solutions repeat themselves. Bruh, fucking vote. Is that, is that from a woman? No, nah, of course, no. come on, of course, of course not, of course not. <laughs> of course, fuck a me. problem without a solution is going is bound to repeat themselves. So that's very it's very ironic that you brought that up because I had a female friend of mine call me this morning with a problem that she was having at work, and when she finished telling me the story and what was going on, I just flat out asked her, "Do you just want me to listen, or do you want me to offer solution?" I'm like, I just put it out there. Because I can I can offer a solution. It's probably not going to be what you want to hear, but I got it. She was like, I really just wanted somebody to talk to and listen because, like, my boyfriend at work and fine. I'll listen. Thank you for thank you for sharing. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for sharing. So then she texts me back like 15 minutes later, like, what you think I should do? Like, OK, so this is the thing. I, I, I can tell you what I think you should do. So is there a reason? Is there is there an issue with men being problem solvers? Yeah, because I thought that was like the thing that we supposed to do. They only want you to solve problems when they want you to solve them. Not all the time. They don't want it. It's not a full time job. It's like consultation work. You know what I'm saying? Like if I didn't ask you for it, I don't want you to fulfill the role. And it's not a thing where I, this is not like a man versus woman thing because a lot of women tapped in via the response on my story. And was like, yo, she bugging. You feel me? So it's not like because she's woman, hear her roar or some shit like that. But I mean, there's a certain type of person where you don't, you just want to talk. You want the sorrow. But sometimes, like when it comes to my female friends, like I hit them the same way. Like, look, I've been dealing with such and such, and she ain't, you know, like help me out. What you think I should do? Like you've been dealing with a person for years and years, and this is how this person is. Um, you either got to accept them for who they are or you got to part ways because being upset every time they act just like they've been acting for the last 20 years. Fam, how long is this supposed to happen? 
Like this is how they've been acting. You've this, been telling me this person has been like this. This is where you fuck up. You expect somebody to do something different than what they've been doing. And you know, I, I was having this conversation with my son about love and relationships, and he was talking to me about his girlfriend and like, you know, what he feel for their future. And I had to stop him. I said, Look, man, if she don't change nothing about what she is today currently right now if this is the best version of her that you get can you deal with it and be satisfied what'd he say he's like yeah, i don't know i think uh, that's well think about it i don't need it you don't have to answer for me yeah but like you, you need to know that you. for yourself like if this because like she young now and i'm not knocking like older women or, or nothing like that not not right now but she's young now and like she's going to, I'm I'm like y'all 21. She I think about to be. Tw- <laughs> you ain't fine. You young, <laughs> <laughs> right? But I but I told him like, look, man, I met your mama when she was like 14, 15. Your mama's 40 years old now. I'm 41. Even though we not together, this woman has changed. This is like her fifth or sixth iteration of her that I know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like your girlfriend is going to go through the same type of changes. Who she is at 2021 20, is not who she going to be at 35. Yeah. And she you may even, not like that 35-year-old version. She ain't even gotten to her clubbing stage yet. Nigga, what? She just start. She twenty one and he twenty. She got ten more years of going to clubs. She just starting to go to Del Mar. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what her and her girls like to go do on the even weekend. Even if she don't, I don't even go to club. Just wait. Yeah. Just it's, wait. It's Jackie's birthday. We going out to floods. Like somebody gonna have a birthday party. Somebody gonna get a booth. Do you know? We going to Miami. How is she? Well, hopefully you don't know. But how is she when she drunk? I ain't never seen her drunk. Could not. I mean, to your son, like you ain't. Oh. You ever had to carry a drunk woman? Nigga, what? Or they drunk and get violent. And it's not only on them because niggas drunk and, and they get v- violent or stupid or let me give them a gun and all this dumb shit. So that's a that's a shared experience. I'm I'm not going sh- to. I know this person. I love her to death. I was out with a young lady and she got drunk as fuck. I mean, like. MC Hammer, Stanley fucking Burrell. She was she was drunk as fuck. And I remember I was out with her and I seen one of my ex-girlfriends at the club and I'm talking to her like not like trying to get on, you know, just, hey, how you been? You know, what's whatever. And I hear a thud, a loud thud. She fell. She was like, she that's you. She hit me. She's like, that's you. I turned around and it was the young lady I was with. Mm. She got drunk. She she was twerking on the table, fell off of the table, smack onto the floor. Nigga, while she is on the floor and getting her friends are helping her up and I'm moving over, like legit, from the time she got on the floor to sitting on the booth, I am watching her knee turn into a fucking grapefruit. This bitch is huge. She can't walk. So like in the club we're at, like some like you gotta walk up steps to get out. Yeah. So like her and her homegirls, who are equally as fucked up, are trying to hold her and walk her out. And, like, I'm parked, like, three blocks away. They're like, damn, carry her out the club. I said, who going to carry her to the fucking car? Like, get the get her outside, and I'll take over from there. Y'all know I walk slow. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the thing, like, so you all walk. It's quicker for me just to leave, come back with the car, and by the time y'all come upstairs, I'll be outside. I can get her in the car and convert her. I'm about to ask a stupid question. Go ahead, man. But it's – I say, why do motherfuckers get that drunk? Right, but 
while you drinking, you not making good decisions because you're drinking. So it's like I was impaired. So that's why I kept going because I was impaired. Dog, it was <laughs> – I knew the night was so fucking bad. Like when I met them up, like I was somewhere else. She was like, oh, I want to see you come out. We're hanging. We're drinking. <laughs> when I met them up at this, the initial – I met them at Queens Bar. And then when I pulled up, I hear like, bitch, come outside. Bitch, come outside. Oh, it's her. It's her and her friends, drunk and rowdy already. Like, come outside, bitch. We'll beat your ass. I was like, oh, this is not like a, it's not a, this not a nice quiet birthday evening. Like y'all already like drunk and ready to, they knocking and bucking, and it's nine thirty. Yeah, I'm not for it. <laughs> I don't want. It's nine thirty, Jason. I don't want them problems. It's a long clubs don't close till two. It's nine thirty. They trying to knock and buck outside of Queens. Man. Man, yo, meeting new people is fun, right? But that shit annoying too. <laughs> you gotta learn, motherfuckers. I'm like, look, I don't, don't want to do this right oh, now. <laughs> like, God damn, crazy times, crazy man. fucking times. All right, man. A couple people uh got reached out to us, um, and then you even sent it to me. Wanted to kind of have a conversation about this um this murder trial that's going on, right? Uh, what's the, what's the, what's the young dog name? I'm pulling uh, Travis Rudolph. Yeah, former NFL player. Yeah, and so just to paint the backstory, Travis has a girlfriend or had a girlfriend. Allegedly, the girlfriend went through his phone, seeing some questionable or some sexual texts from a young lady, uh, and while she was hanging out with Travis, she confronted him. They're going into his house. He called her like a broke ass bitch or something to that extent. Oh, they. Okay. This ominous ass music. Yeah, he was like, man, this bitch tripping. Yeah. And she started punching him. Start punching the nigga. Now he grabs her hands and tries to restrain her. And he pushes her out the house. Because you you walking in my house. My house. Yeah. Pushes her out the house. Somewhere in the fracas of things when shit calms down, she texts her brothers. She texts him, please go shoot his shit up. And then shortly after. Her brother and four and four, four people. I just want y'all to listen to her. Okay. I just want y'all to listen to her. This is the type of person that that's dealing with that you're dealing with. You're the first person to become physically violent when Travis with Travis and not the other way around. No. Not at all. Something or show me something. If I can't recall the exact steps of the moments. Way around. Answer correct. Yes, is it correct? You remember that? Yes. So you smashed his iPhone not out of anger, but because you were hurt? Yes. Okay. And I didn't send my brothers to kill him. No, you just sent a text to go shoot up his shit, right? I, I didn't say shoot him. You sent a text to go shoot up his shit, right? Correct. Let's tell the jury what the shit is. When you're angry, you say things. I'm sure everyone in this courtroom has what said something when you're i'm trying to speak if you want me to answer your question you have to let me answer your question well if you were responsive to my question i wouldn't have all right answer the question please okay can you repeat your question question was shit what does shit mean in the context of that text anything but him okay so it could have been his brother no it could have been the house nothing violent Toward a person. It could have been his mother's house, right? 
I was upset and I my adrenaline was running and I said something that I didn't mean. That's the bottom line of that. I didn't mean for him to do, for my brothers to do any of that. That's why when my brother left the house, he did not have a firearm on him. People say things when they're upset that they don't mean all the time. But since the situation has happened, it obviously blew up 20 times more. But I didn't necessarily mean for anything to happen to Travis, his family, his house, or anything it's like my, it was like my second home. I would not want anything to happen there. All right. And he never raised a hand and touched you, did he not? Yeah, he was raising his hand the whole time, like grabbing me. <laughs> Zero accountability. So, this over, that was just a little background to give you, like, what type of, what type of. What type of dumb bitch this nigga Travis dealing with. Uh, so, four people come up to the crib. Knock on the door. His brother goes out. Uh, and in the video, you can hear him like, where's Travis? Yeah. Um, also, in the video, I can see one of them guys don't want to be there. The tall dude in the back towards the left. Like, I know he don't want to be there. But you down with your peoples and you show up anyway. And like he like in the back. Let me have the card, shit. though. You should have got the fuck out. Let the me car. have the card, though. Because one of y'all died. I don't know which one of y'all died, but one of them died. So they pulled up. There was a confrontation, and allegedly niggas started jumping on Travis' brother. Yeah. Travis came out the house, seen what happened, went back in the house. No. They jumped on his brother, punched him in his face. Okay. Uh, Travis got punched in the face first. That's right. He said somebody sucker punched him. Sucker punched him, punched him in his face first, flashed a pistol. He ran in the house to grab the AR. When he come out... They jumping on his brother. They beating his brother up. And so he say, because they basically saying, this is murder and not self-defense because you were shooting at the car as they was driving off. That's what they said. Right. So he said, I ran out the crib with the AR. And the reason I left the porch is because my brother was out there and they was jumping on him. So I went towards the street to get my brother from being jumped on him. And when I was jumping on him, I look up and there's somebody in the car pointing a pistol at me. They also found a pistol. Okay. Okay. There's a, a picture of it. It looked like a, it looked like a Ruger. You know what I'm saying? They also, Formidable pistol. Yeah, for sure. A Ruger something nine. Um, TP9? Hmm. Ruger made good yeah, guns. For sure. That was the first gun I wanted, actually. And uh, so when I look up and y'all beating the fuck out of my brother, I look at the car and somebody pointing a gun at me. Do, 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 do. Well, he did 39 rounds. 39 rounds. I mean, he had to extend them. Boy, there. Yeah, 39 rounds, and somebody ended up dead. Uh, charged that woman with murder, felony murder. Matter of fact, charged all four of them boys, uh, the other three boys with felony murder. Now, I don't know what state they were in. Were they in Florida? Who knows where they were I don't at? know. But Michigan has felony murder. I know New York City has felony murder, which basically says if you commit a crime— and someone dies or gets murdered in the commission of that crime, you catch the murder too. So that means if you rob in a bank and you got somebody who's a getaway driver and he, and somebody get killed in the bank, my nigga, you was a getaway driver, you get hit with a murder too. It, it is Florida. Okay. It is Florida. He, he played at Florida State and he also played for Miami Dolphins. So it's Florida. Like... I got one. More, I got one more other video with uh, with the young. Lady. He's charged with murder and three counts of attempted murder. Why do you want to smash his car window? I like I said, it wasn't intentional. I was just throwing things because I was upset. 
And you, when you were throwing things, you were also screaming things at him, like you were going to send your brother Keyshawn over to kill him, right? Never, ever, ever said the word kill at all. Okay, so... Four men showed up at his front door. And you told both of them that Travis had picked you up and slammed you to the ground, right? Yes. And that he had disrespected you. Yes. There's a video of him playing. also sent a text message to Keyshawn uh, at roughly 9.45 that Travis dropped you to the ground. Do you remember that? Yep. And in response to that text message, Keyshawn sent a group text message to you and Tyler Robinson that Travis is a dead man walking. Is that correct? Yes. And that's the message that you deleted from your phone, right? No, I deleted the shoot his shit up message. And you also deleted the dead man walking message. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't remember if I did or not. So you really weren't making a living as a real estate agent, right? Um, No, but I do have a mom and she's a medical assistant, so. Okay. And you were living with your mom, Correct. right? You had a conversation with a man about marriage and you're still married to Andre Chisang. Is that correct? Correct. You lied to Travis. You misled him. Did you not? Travis never asked me if I was married. All right, bitch. You misrepresented what actually happened uh, that day. You misrepresent your whole fucking life. I guess I got to ask you if you're married. Um, you married, living at home with your mama, fronting like you're a real estate agent. Everything about you was false. Y'all get into an argument. You don't like what he's saying, so you start punching him in his face. You don't, whenever you get angry, you do whatever the fuck you want to. You bust his windows out when you were angry. You think. Broke his iPhone. Yeah. You think because I'm angry, I can do whatever I want. I know a lot of hers. Yeah. I know a lot of women that, that act like this. Shout out to Travis for not just fucking you up on site. Because it would have, at this point, I feel like maybe he should have whooped your ass because they was coming over here no matter what. Come shoot, come shoot his shit up. How, um, Juvenile said, the people going to give me the charge and the wave to come up dead. Yeah. Like. So you send somebody over here, you send your brothers and your loved ones or his friends or whatever to come over to my house and you unprepared. They unprepared. They don't know what's waiting for them. They come over there on a righteous cause, right? Somebody disrespected my sister. You put your hands on my sister. You telling that motherfucker that he didn't slammed you and did all this other shit? Yo, he a dead man walking. You know what time they was on when they went over there? Absolutely. Four niggas come knocking at my door in the middle of the night? Fuck you want me to do? Y'all jumped on, socked me, jumped on my brother, and y'all got a pistol? What you want me to do? Take it. That's what she wanted you to do. Take that ass whooping. I bet you that nigga won't put his hands on me again. You are putting your fucking family in the line of danger, sending them over to somebody's house. You putting them in danger. In Florida, even though, like, this shit is fucked up and it's going on, is a stand-your-ground state. Yeah, and I, I guess that's what he initially tried to say, and that's and they semi. That's why they at trial right now, right? Like, yo, this not, yo, there ain't no way in my heart, as a jury, I can say this man is guilty, but beyond all reasonable doubt of murder. Now, if y'all wanted to charge him with involuntary manslaughter or some shit like that, not saying that he should be, all right? But you can you can make an argument for involuntary manslaughter. As if the if the car is running down the street and I'm shooting at it, 
However, when the car's running down the street, they had these things called drive-bys. Because just because the car is shooting, going down the street don't mean they don't have Niggas a gun. Niggas ain't shooting at me. But, like... If I'm at home tonight and four niggas knock on my door, I'm coming out ready to kill. I might open the door for them. Yeah. I'm coming out ready to kill. I I got a partner of mine, his daughter like 17, 18. And she got into a confrontation with some little girls at school. So the little bitches decide they're going to come to the house and fight her. (laughs) And he told his daughter, go upstairs. Like once you once you bring the shit to my front door, it's a whole different conversation. Y'all are actively jumping on my brother. At my house. I'm protecting him. And I'm, yeah. protect, I'm protecting him. Boy, it's a little meme video meme that's going around there. It was like gun owners. Um when they finally get to use their gun and it's they hear like a crick of the night and a nigga jump up with like a vest and all <laughs> these guns and shit like Boy, oh boy. When you first get a gun, you kind of got that itch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, you mean to tell me this woman beats and attacks me. Then four niggas come to my crib. Text the, She texts the four niggas some bullshit. And then they show up at my house. I wonder what the timeline was like between the assault and when these niggas showed up. Well, she texted them at 9.45 p.m. Okay. So it's late. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's after, It's probably after 10, 11. I don't know how quick, how close they live to each other. Yeah, you showing up at my house 10, 11 o'clock at night. Like, we not having milk and cookies, my nigga. And to be perfectly honest with you, man, if my loved one is safe and not uh, has not been, not, they not in the hospital, no shit like that, and you come telling me that somebody jumped on, you know what I'm going to tell you to do? Call the police. That's legitimately what I'm... So would you like me to go over there and shoot him so I can go to prison? Or would you like to call the police and we can get some shit going down on him? Because if it happened once... So they're saying these niggas showed up. The police came out about 1 o'clock a.m. Nah. So these niggas... niggas come in the middle of the night. 12, 12.30, 12.45, they knocking on the door. Get the fuck out of here. Get the where, fuck out. Where Travis at? Oh, they wasn't looking for me? Because y'all knocked on the door and asked where I'm at. At that late at night, y'all came for the smoke. Nigga, it could be 10 o'clock in the morning. Don't come to my fucking place looking for me. Somebody said you was looking for me. Here I go. Here I go. Yeah, man. I can't. I can't. Um... Call my name and I come running. <laughs> I come running. <laughs> Call my name and I come running. Here the fuck I am. Oh, we got to stop doing this. Men and women. Yo. Why don't you tell them niggas why you really beefing with them niggas? You stole from them. And they whooped your ass. And now you coming to the homies talking about, yo, these niggas jumped on me. Let's go. I seen a meme going around like before we get before we become an official couple, I need to hear your baby daddy side of the story. Yeah. Yo, before we go over there and uh and, and get some machine gun funk going on, can you call them? I want to see what they say. Yeah. Cause like, I just don't know. I don't believe it. You, I'm putting my life on the line. I need more details. Yeah, I don't believe you. Yeah, you need more fucking people. Yo, what the? You come in, beat the fuck up. Yo, what the fuck happened? Man, them niggas jumped on me. All right, let's relax. Let's go, put, get some ice packs. Or what happened? What led to what? Ah, da, da, da. Relax, calm down, my nigga. 
I need to know everything before we go. I'm not going nowhere without half information. I'm not telling you we're not going. Right. We may not even go tonight. Maybe tonight. Not the best night to go, to be perfectly honest. Because it's going to look like it was me. <laughs> like, but what I'm saying is. Give let, me the whole story. Give me the whole story. And let me figure out, you know. And not the abridged version that make you sound like the victim. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas didn't, niggas didn't beat you up just because it's Thursday and we ain't got shit to do. I mean, even if you're wrong, be like, look, man, I'm going to tell y'all niggas some real shit, dog. I did something wrong, but them niggas took it too far and they punished me back towards me. We got to, I need y'all niggas help. If you you feel 100% real, I might be like, yo, right. yo them niggas handled their business, my nigga. They stood on their business. You actually, I actually should give them niggas props because you made it out a lot. Yeah, you lucky that you walked away. You feel me? Like, they. It's, it's just because, like, you know how you talking about bringing shame back? Niggas not afraid. To, niggas are, the ego is too high for me to take an L. And, you know, I talk about it here on Shop Talk. Like, I took an L. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's probably like, Curve me or, sh- or, or or shape me in some. It was probably the start of my supervillain story. Oh, the nigga beat you up in fourth grade or some <laughs> shit like that. Like nigga, he was Terman Johnson. I'm looking for you. <laughs> but finally, you finally got a name. Huh? Y'all niggas was 11 years old, but like, <laughs> come on, it's 30 years ago, man. Right, nigga. right. I mean, but uh, you know, you you can't. You got to take the L sometimes, and and like it's the old adage: you live to fight another day. Yeah, you live to fight another day. Nigga tapped you on your chin. You went home, you dusted yourself off. But like why is she not why is she not facing charges? Why am I on I mean, it's not that why am I on track? I mean, cause somebody died because of my gun. So I get it. There are questions that need to be answered, and maybe the people need to decide whether I need to be in prison or not. My decision is not in prison. It was a domino effect of bad decisions. And she she's not immune to to knocking down a few of them dominoes. You sent somebody over there to do a violent act you sent somebody over there to commit a crime and they actually showed up to commit the and did and committed the crime yeah because when y'all jumped on somebody and brandished a firearm that's the crime so you have a, a text message history of somebody ordering a crime ordering people to go do a crime and during that crime somebody died why are you it's a complete timeline Ain't that a Rico? Shit. And, and then she knew she was fucking wrong because she deleted text messages. Ain't that... Uh, That's not how the phone works, honey. Now, this is a criminal organization now, right? <laughs> All y'all need to say is... Give him a name. Gang. Give him a name. If, if y'all said y'all had a name, this is a Rico. What's her, what's her last name? Damn. They the Johnsons? They the Johnson gang. No, this ain't no Johnson shit for sure. Mm-mm. This motherfucker married, broke, poor. Married, living at home with your mama. Who a nursing assistant? Shout out to moms. Lying to Travis, I'm talking a, about a, we, you a real estate agent, girl. You you got your license. Trapping out of hood house. You got <laughs> your license, nigga. I have my real estate license. <laughs> I didn't work for nobody. I have my license. It's like, nigga, I'm a pastor. Nigga, I'm ordained. Nigga, I got that shit on the internet. Like the fuck are you talking about? Uh, nigga, something ever happened to me? Um, Reverend Johnson. <laughs> Reverend Jason Johnson. Uh, the clergy member, Jason Johnson of Shop Talk Podcast this week in Coach Pop Talk Podcast Studio. He said, thou shalt get the fuck off my porch. I'm legitimately protecting my home and protecting my family. 
with my Second Amendment right. I have the right to protect myself. So I look at it also in a different vein. Had he not opened up that door, they would have shot. The, they would have shot the house up. I mean, they legitimately went over there to shoot your shit up. They'd have shot the house up. Had he? It's one o'clock in the morning. Like legit. If these niggas had not opened up the door, they would have probably started shooting in that bitch. We did it, sis. We taught that nigga a lesson. We shot that bitch up. Swiss cheese the house. Come on, man. Get the fuck out of here. Put that bitch in jail. She need to go to jail. Y'all got to stop calling people to ruin their fucking life. Fam, somebody dead. Is her brother dead or is it one of his friends that's dead? I think it's one of the friends. Can you imagine that, dog? How How does that conversation go with your son? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, play a stupid. If game somebody stupid come over and, and they say, "Yo, get in the car, we about to do something," we not. Doe, let me out. Let me out the car, doe. Son, you <laughs> cannot go. Let me out the car. And I'm, if, I'm gonna have to be furious, Styles, and that's remember. And you know what? Doughboy and them niggas, they was his, that was they was trade real friends. Yeah. Because nobody tried, no one clowned him. You know what I'm saying? You whole ass nigga. Da, 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 da. They pulled over, let Trey out the car, and they like they knew you shouldn't be there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like if yo if you say I'm not going, and your friends try to clown you, them is not your friends, dog. Do you remember? There's a deleted scene from Boys in the Hood where like Doughboy show up to the house and Furious like Trey not here. Trey can't come out. Yeah, and like Furious like legit like physically keeps Doe out the house to protect his son. Like that would be me. Mar ain't here. Yup. And then that's when he jumped out the back. Yeah. And hopped in the car and shit. And he was like, and that's why he was so mad. I, I wish they would have kind of left that in. Yeah, it would have made it would the continuity of it. Yeah. Um John Singleton knew what he was doing. He still created a masterpiece. Yeah, he did. He did. Man, I just don't like this, man, for nobody involved. Man, it's been so many killings, man. Uh Detroit been on fire too lately. That's what I'm talking about. It was Detroit a, been on fucking fire. A, a young lady who got shot up yesterday in an Uber, in the back of an Uber. Yeah, on the freeway. Yo, the freeway. That sounds like a hit. No, the shootings on the freeway are fucking uncontrollable. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they be doing this shit where y'all live at, but this is probably like the 50th free, freeway shooting in the last year and a half, two years. I always be looking up at the overpass to see if there's people up there. Now they be pulling up to the side of your shit and just shooting your shit up and get and jump right off. Like this is crazy, dog. I'm just trying to get to the. I didn't know the Uber driver had beef. That's crazy. Now I'm shot up in the back of the Uber. Did you see this video recently about the bus driver that shot the other nigga on the bus? Yes, I did. They fired that nigga. You, you gotta, you gotta be fired though. You can't shoot niggas at you can't shoot niggas at work. <laughs> nigga. I get it. You you should he should not go to jail or no shit like that. But my nigga, you can't shoot people at work. Nigga brandish, and still work here. You brandish a gun on me at the job and threaten me. Yeah, it's our last day. All right, my last day at work. Your last day on earth. But it's both our last day. Pop the fuck out that nigga. <laughs> yeah. Then got off the bus and shot his ass again. But there was also other people on the bus and they did not care. The niggas on the ground like you was reckless. Like, you almost shot customers. I mean, you did technically and, shoot a customer. And, like, one of the dudes was like, I, I ain't been to work. I ain't been back to work yet. I, I, I got to get on the bus to go to work. I'm traumatized. I'm ducking for my life because these two niggas are shooting as if I'm not standing in the middle. Yeah. Like, you can't work here no more, my friend. 
And like in real life, that didn't have to happen. Like you was home, my man's and he felt insecure. So he took the gun out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's going to put you back in your place. And I scared of your gun. Then he took his gun out. Boom, boom, boom. But we ain't do the conflict resolution before that. You should have de-escalated that situation before. I get it. Some nigga in the back of the bus yelling and woofing and you tired of him. Fem, you can't engage with that type of shit. Yes, you should. You got to let your pride go. Now, you're not wrong for shooting at somebody who pulled a gun on you. That's not where I'm going. Right. But like, why did it get to that point? You disengaged. So when I read the whole story, the young man wanted to be dropped off in between stops. Yeah. He was trying to go to an outlet mall or something. If he stopped here, I can get out and just, you know. Fem, just let the nigga off. I get it. That's not your, your normal problem. Let the nigga off. We've been on a bus before. Like, we we depended on public transportation for a chunk of our lives. And, like, the bus just don't work like that in most cases. I get it. But, like, my nigga, can I, it's going to take you all of 30 seconds, G. Let me off this motherfucker. You can't kidnap me. I got to stay on schedule. Here, I wasn't kidnapping. You can get off at the proper stop. I'm staying on schedule. <sighs> that shit, wow. I understand frustration on both ends. It's not, not enough for me to pull out my gun because... Man, probably talking to him crazy, like, no, motherfucker, I ain't open this goddamn door. Yo ass can wait till the next stuck fucking stop. Nigga, you open this bitch up or else. Nigga, or else what? Shut your bitch ass up, nigga. You ain't getting off for another three. Like, I'm, I made all that dialogue. Suck my up. dick. Boy, you invite a man to your dick. You better be ready to, <laughs> to, to either be a homo and, and, and participate, or you better be ready to die. That's not no shit you can just offer up. Nah. It's LBGT month, right? It's gay month. <laughs> so, um, if you ain't down with June, <laughs> pause. Uh, if you ain't down with the, with the, don't don't be inviting no another nigga to your meet, dog. That's not what's up. Them fighting words, my nigga, or yeah. death words. It's common. It's a common colloquialism in New York. <laughs> I don't know. They what. say it, they say it pretty often. Hey, what else, man? Say it to the wrong person, though. Would you say it? You say it out here on the streets of Detroit. You bump a nigga in a liquor store and you tell him suck my dick. You got you got problems on your head. You can't tell another man to suck my dick, and you can't call another man a bitch. We talking about June, and then June. the month of June, <laughs> and then June text. Uh, Shout out to the homie Joe. I seen a. I was looking at this post on Facebook. He's like, "What's a nickname that feels like a real name?" June, because when you see June in all caps. You know, it's all facts. facts. Um, I legit didn't know June's real name till he sent me an email. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't see it. <laughs> this he, is not your name, my friend. And he's <laughs> like, no, I sent him about 1230. And I'm like, and I said his real name. He was like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, he followed him on Facebook. Oh, that's, that's how you follow, find him on Facebook. Off that. I had never, I had, I had no clue. Yeah. I had no clue. You don't meet too many people with that name. Yeah. Black people. Yeah. <laughs> I do know a Mexican with that name. Shout out to June. June, um, we need you next week. Homie court. Yeah. We calling Cheyenne down to the bench. Yeah. I don't know how much it... Maybe Ch June... You think June might defend Cheyenne in homie court? That is technically her best friend. That's what she tell us. I, I just got too much... I got too much respect for June. I think he will, he will always do the right decision. Do the wrong thing for once, June. Do no, the wrong. The right thing is to be on our side. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, the the right thing is for him to be on our side. Cheyenne has some egregious charges. He definitely does. <laughs> some egregious charges. I've been developing a case. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for a couple of weeks. I even edited out one of the, the last time I said I edited out the end of the pod. So it wasn't on there. I was like, yo, 
she got to come to homie court. Some egregious cases, yeah. Cheyenne. Yeah, but today? <laughs> oh, whoa, oh, today. But today. Rock solid evidence. Yeah, rock solid. <laughs> 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 yeah, the, oh, the shit, man. the shit we seen today, and I got a, I got a funny story. I won't mention it on the pod because it's personal. But when I see Cheyenne before the mics turn on, I'm gonna give her a hard time about because something occurred right around that time, and I just want to give her a hard time about it because she, she could have changed the course of history. Really? Yes, she was presented with a different option. And she could have changed the course of history. Mm. So listen, man. We have, when I say we, I mean me and Shop Talk Podcast, have been talking about this AI shit for quite some time. Okay. I see the rest of the world's catching up. The rest of the media outlets and the talking people, talking heads and everything, they finally catching up. Some shit happened this week that changes everything. Two things happened this week. One, Elon Musk, through the FDA, got um, permission to start human trials of the Neuralink shit. We talked about Neuralink a year and a half, two years ago, where they can literally connect your brain to a computer and try to do all that. They just got the okay to do human trials on that shit. That's wild. Yeah. Now, this shit been around since the 90s. The whole my brain tell... Just to pick up, you know what I'm saying, for quadriplegics and stuff like that. But this is talking about legitimately going into the cerebral cortex and being able like to control shit. And they want to help for like on the surface, all this shit always sounds good. Technology is fucking amazing. The reason I love technology and I do all this shit, it's not for the reasons that y'all think. I need to know how this shit work once they turn on us. Because it's coming. If y'all know me for real, y'all know I've been preparing for the end, okay? (laughs) For quite some time, okay? And the end is near. That's one thing. You know who NVIDIA is? No, I never heard of that one. You know know about NVIDIA. They make the graphics cards and shit like that. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, man. Yo, NVIDIA has, um, through AI, created like, Supercomputer. Okay. One million times faster than any other computer. Um, and the video graphics and shit, like the the perfect ray tracing and artificial intelligence has been mixed. Now they rolled this shit out. It's about an hour video. And the crowd doesn't understand what they're saying and what they're showing them. It's way too much because like, I don't think, the reality as we know it is not the same anymore. It's already started. You're right. Like, I want to show you this video. Do you know what ray tracing is? No. So in video games, um, how light reacts, they got ray tracing. So it's like light will react like light reacts in real life. So for every pixel, there's 5 million different um, computations going on. So like, say you, when you walking down the street and you walk past a puddle, depending on what angle you at, everything in the world is in that puddle. Right. You know what I'm saying? In video games, it's not, it's not really been like that. It'll look like presentable, you know what time it is. Yeah, yeah. But now it's that way. So with 
the artificial intelligence, the chat GPT with Neuralink with this NVIDIA shit and unreal, unreal engine five go on YouTube. My friend <laughs> type in unreal engine five and have at it. They have made the computer game. Oh, my son works on unreal engine in school. They have made the computer game look like real life. When you add in the ray tracing, you can't tell the difference when you're looking at it. They showed a demo of somebody walking through like an apartment and talking to somebody. The person they were talking to was AI. So like the video game isn't the same game because the AI made up all the dialogue. And based on what you say, changes what the AI says. It looks like a fucking human. So they're... They got a, a demo of the Superman game for PlayStation 5, which was created on Unreal Engine 5. And that shit's free. Yeah, but it's a it's an open space model, but it's like the world. Yeah, open world. Yeah. What they also no, no, but Superman can fly anywhere in the world. And if you understand, like, we play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. There's a distance when you travel from San Andreas to well, you see, know another now, point. Nowadays this open world format is how all the games are. But what they're doing right now is taking Google Maps and loading that shit into Unreal Engine 5. So the actual <laughs> the actual world is in there. Like your actual house is going to be there. Like when I want to go up Joy Road Nevergreen and say, oh shit, there's a Coney Island on the corner. Like Unreal Engine 5 and Google Maps, they're uploading it bit by bit. Like they're recreating the world in there. We at a different level. People used to say, I've been talking to this with Tariq, with Tariq. Uh, I, that, that shit does not say Tariq, but shout out to my nigga. Um, I used to be like, people used to be like, yo, we, we living in assimilate, assimilation. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. I'm not ready for that level of shut up. I was here. Yeah. What I'm saying is, like us right now, physically, like this could literally be assimilation. Because we got to think about what this is going left, but whatever. We here now. Okay. What is real? Right? Your eyeballs is a, legitimately a part of your brain. Like, that's, that's sticking out. Right. And whatever you see right now, your eyes, quote unquote, see it and it's sending information back to your brain and your brain tell you what it is that okay. you're seeing. Yeah. Right? So your brain is actually doing all the work. Like, when you hear something, all that shit go to your brain and it deciphers and tell you what you just heard. Right. When you are sleeping or dreaming, they hook your brain up into a cephalograph and cephalograph. There is no difference in between how your brain, everything reacts to a quote unquote, a dream or real life. There's no difference between when you they, they take people on LSD and different um, psychedelics and hook their brain up. Like there's no difference. They don't, your brain doesn't know quote unquote real or fake. So what exactly is real or fake? We get into the point where now we can't, it's not going to be a, it's going to be a point where you can't distinguish what real life is with your eyes. than the digital life, Apple released a fucking, they're going to announce they AR glasses on Monday. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be about three grand, but they're going to release their shit on Monday. So once we figure out your phone right now, don't got no, no real buttons, but you press something to feel like it's a button being pressed. Yeah. Once we figure that shit out 
and you can go in somewhere that looks like physically real life and through a taptic engine, you can actually, quote unquote, feel you get the vibration. Like Minority Report. Yeah, yeah. You can actually feel. Then it's going to be like, well, what the fuck is real life? And it's like, well, wait a minute. What if we just did an advanced version of that shit already? And inside of this advanced version, we have made another one on some Inception shit. Demolition, man. Like we've seen, we've seen the movie before. We here. And so I, I, I can't think of the, the scientists that said it, but they were talking like about the pyramids and, you know, all these great monuments, the Roman Colosseum. He was like, we only think it's so magnanimous because we think that we're more advanced. He was like, the, this world could have ended two, three other times. He Six. was like, people could have been way more advanced than us. Yeah, they were. Like legit 100%. And we're catching up again. Yeah. Because this shit get wiped out. And then whoever's left, we based up. Well, whatever y'all remember, that's what we starting off at. Yeah. And you don't got the book because the book's fucked up too. So and you starting from nothing. You starting from scratch. And he was like, it's only because we think that we're more advanced than them. He was like, who knows? He was like, the ancient Egyptians could have been way more advanced than us currently. We just don't have the proof. We got the proof. I mean, no, like, like, like I don't have no video. I don't have no man. They, 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 they sketched it into wall. They sketched that shit into the fucking wall and they left you the physical, the, the, the fucking pyramids themselves with a giant fucking battery covered in alabaster. The tip of that bitch is gold. Like it's not even a question. Like the waters that ran underneath it, like it is 100% not a question. And they, I don't know what language y'all niggas gonna talk. Let me draw this shit in the wall. And we drew. I can go on this shit forever. We drew instructions. We drew instructions. Step we by told, step. We told y'all who made this shit. We showed y'all the planets. We've we've been traveling to different planets for a long fucking time. Everybody has. We drew, we drew that shit on the wall too. All them motherfuckers holding this little bag. Literally, all of them holding the same little fucking bag. Got on fucking helmets and shit like that. Like. It's dri- I didn't draw the shit. It's there. <laughs> like, I can't even hide it. Pictures of helicopters and fucking airplanes and shit. Drew in the fucking wall. The fucking Nazca lines. There's certain lines and different shit. They done found maps uh, from the 1300s with shit that you cannot fucking possibly know unless you've seen that shit from above. How the fuck you know it's shaped like this? It's impossible. You can't get in a boat and tell me the fuck- how the fucking America is shaped in a fucking boat. No, we saw it. From a like we we want, but so think about this right now. Allegedly, we got a fucking lunar rover on Mars. We got the Mars rover up there. We got an international space station with us and China and a whole bunch of other motherfuckers just sitting out there in the, in the air. It's a fucking mothership, my nigga. It's legitimately what it is. We allegedly went to the moon, right? We have left Earth in a craft and went into the solar system and visited other planets. We think we the only niggas who can ever possibly. We're doing that right now. It's impossible for anybody else to have done it. No, the government has already solidified that like other life is out there. They've been in the atmosphere like they, they're here. They're here. What if all this AI and all this shit they pushing is them? No, it's to get us good enough to fight them niggas because we not we going to get wiped the fuck out. 
nah, my nigga, we got to get our final form. We got to go into free. <laughs> we ain't in our final form yet because we can't fight. I'm just, I'm just spitballing at this yeah. point. That's not what I actually believe. But like, yo, man, literally, things are different now than they were 12 months ago. Like the history of the world is different now. I'm not gassing you. There's not me on a pod just talking shit. It is different now. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be like, can you imagine riding a fucking horse to go everywhere, dog? No. But it happened. That was the norm. You feel me? I can't fucking imagine a fucking horse and carriage to get somewhere. Niggas is jumping electric vehicles now. And that's going to be the norm for a lot of people. Right. Indoor plumbing is like, it's not, it's not even a fucking afterthought. That didn't used to be the norm. The world changed during the industrial revolution. Right now, this is the artificial revolution. Scary times, man. Scary times. <sighs> like it be old folks at work and um, they just, they don't know what the fuck they be doing and shit. And um, I always give them a little extra piece of care and uh, empathy because that's going to be me one day. And, not, and as smart as you think you are with technology now, like technology is going to move so fast. Because after a while, I'm going to not be interested. And there's going to be a, a holograph person that everybody else is going to be able to tell that's not real. I'm like, well, nigga, back in my day, we actually talked to real people. And we were like, <laughs> hello, Jason. This is Eugene, your personal representative. Yeah, no, How just, can I help you today? This is <laughs> fucking crazy, dog. Now, also, Google got this thing. See, the, it's about as big as this computer screen right here, right? Mm -hmm. It's like FaceTime in 3D. If I can, I'm going to uh, look at this shit right here, dog. Because this shit blow my fucking mind. I want you to, you know who Marcus Brownlee is? Yeah. All right. You know he be seeing some shit. Absolutely. Watch how this nigga reacts to this shit for the first time. But it's not a hologram. It's a scene. It's also one of the hardest to explain on video, but I'm going to try. So there's a thing called Google Project Starline. You might've heard of it, might've not, but Google has showed a few video examples of this live, super immersive, like 3D video calling booth where you sit down in front of it and on the other side, someone else sits down and through the power of the internet, it looks like an extremely realistic version of them is actually in front of you. It's not just a normal video call, but it's not a hologram. It's just, it's something different. Either way, we got the first look at it at Google now, watch I.O. This a couple of face. years ago. They showed this and clip his eyes. keynote. Because this is his and actual nobody got to record it. Nobody even got to first try it. impression but of now, it. now they're back with a better looking, more compact, more simplified version and I got to try it and record it. Now, just as a warning, this first clip, it doesn't actually do it justice because the effect does not translate very well on camera. We'll get to that. But I was lucky enough to get my first reaction to this, my actual first time seeing it on camera. All right, look at this All shit, right. dog. Let's see Project right, Starline. Oh, wow. <laughs> How are you? Hey. How are you? Great. Okay. Good to see you. Welcome to Starline. Thank you. This, this is right. Yeah, it's a lot more. Yeah. yeah, you and I just saw each other right outside, but we're in two different rooms, and we want to make it feel like we left that space and we came back together in a virtual space that feels. It like sounds like he's just there. Spot. 
it really looks like I can actually, uh, it looks like you could drop something on this table right here. Yeah, yeah, I've got a little apple over here, so let me show you that too. So, now you, you know, can see you and I are in the same room. Do you want me to pass this over into your space? Too? It looks like you can here, do it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We're meant All to right. feel like this. So, it's like you right there. I said years ago, when everybody was on this 3D TV shit, this shit wasn't going to work until I don't need glasses. And it just looks 3D. You feel me? Uh, this shit right here, it's like live FaceTime. It's like like you there. Yeah. And like it looked like you. My nigga, we may never go outside again. <laughs> I, I still want to have real sex. Yeah. Don't make that virtual. But what if they give you? No. No. Look, we already know what you is. What, what, what time of time you be on? What <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, want, I don't want to. I don't want virtual titties. <laughs> you said you was trying to clean that motherfucker out. You <laughs> <laughs> already know what kind. What time you get down with the little sex robots and shit? Uh, I'm nothing in it. I'm man, nothing in it. I was looking for something. I was trying to show somebody some shit at work today. I'm like, I think it's on my Instagram. And I'm scrolling through. I'm trying to go through. Then I start like watching old shit that we didn't post it and shit. And I end up like just posting a whole bunch of old shop talk shit uh, back when we both had hair. My um, first time drinking a 40 with Trinidad and with no hair. That was second time. Yeah, my, the first time I didn't win. The second yeah. time I drank the whole 40. Ant didn't even have a beard <laughs> or hair on his head for real in that in that video. Oh, man. Uh, yo, seven. Yo, we'll do all that shit next week. But like, man, hey. The world is different than it is. It's different. It's a war going on outside. No man is safe from. No man is safe from. You can run, but you can't hide. Uh, you sent me a music pick this week. I sent you a music pick of the week, and it is a throwback music pick for the week. It's Cameron and Mace well, 357, which dropped 25 years ago today. My Throw away. Uh, hey yo, you love the way I rap black, step at that. But we have a gun to chest chat, respect that. Any girl I met that, hit that. Love the way I spit that. I don't kick that, push your weight back. Get your shit snapped, get your ribs cracked. Got a front habit, kick that. Get that, sit back. School shit, skip that. Learn how to flip pack for the big stacks and the big act. Now I got the big act, click black, uh. Since day one, been in a ditch, came with a snitch. Now I'm in the pen in the mix. Friends sending me flicks, girls sending me kicks. Been in some shit, had to tap a chin with a fist. Put the bang out and blew him, began with a stitch, and with a kiss. Yo, so I blend in the mist. Now they don't go by. I ain't been in a chick. Eight and a half on the dope, extra When in the rich, eating on cinnamon. I gotta get to this one part. How a nigga spinning a six. See, they all say you 12, but they see me in it, BB get it. BB get it, ask who it is. I did drive by. Now I take you on top, top of, of a high rise. See if you can skydive. I'll bring it to you at the local gymnasium. How, How about, about the palladium? Yankee Stadium. Uh, play people, jumped up and spray people. I, I got you with that up you with the A's needle. You're not a crack. You want it? You got a bet. I leave your mama and your papa wet. I'm upset. I go another route. Kidnap your family, make your mother eat your brother out. After I done dug her out. The drugger out, pillow the smother out. You won't give a fuck about. I'm with a thug about. I grew with it. Your crew ain't even true oh, with shit. it. I seen your man, he like, um, nothing, nothing to do with it. it. I know you pack like that, but can why you act like that? Shut up, nigga. Clack a clap, rap a pat, rap a tap. Who feel for envy, nigga? I'm not a fear of any. I make a nigga black and blue like a pair of pennies. Why me and Beta, throw fiesta, balama cueta, chiqueta, monero, Don't ever fuck around with the down cheta. 
So two historical, historically relevant things are the anniversary of today. Number one, Cameron Giles have been relevant in rap for 25 years. Mm. Don't you niggas never disrespect Cameron Giles. He's been relevant for 25 years. All right. Not always relevant for rap. Because right relevant. now he's super relevant for that goddamn. It is what it is. It is what it is. I love that shit. I love that shit too. So, and also today, The Wire debuted 21 years ago today. Straight up. Yes. Man, rest in peace, Lieutenant Daniels. I got a picture with him. I'm going to post that I shit. I remember you posted it. Yeah. I'm going to post that shit. Uh, also, yo, Shannon out of there, dog. Oh, yeah. Shannon going to ESPN. No, Shannon not going nowhere for a good six months to a year. Oh, I mean, not complete. complete. <laughs> yeah, but um, Club Shay Shay is still be banging. Yeah, uh, shout out to I like I like to see that. I did not realize that that show had been on for seven years. Really? Yeah. Okay. But then as I'm scrolling back in our in our in the history and shit on my on my Instagram, I posted a video of Shannon and Skip in 2016. Shannon got tired of working for that white man. 2016. I did not remember that shit, dog. So they've been, they been doing this shit long as we've been doing this shit. Wherever Shannon Sharp lands is going to shake the ground, and he will command huge money. What made me think of this is I would love for him to go to It Is What It Is. Can you believe? Can you? Do you know what that would do? It will legitimize that shit in, in a way that we've never seen before. To, for a star, for network TV to go to like It don't that. even need to be network TV. I will put that shit on YouTube. No, I'm saying like Shannon being the star going yeah. to that type of medium would be huge. But now with how we receive information, it's not like impossible. Like that could it could happen yeah. or he could just do it himself. And the Shannon... Club Shay Shay, the Shannon Sharp show Yo, on, on YouTube. YouTube videos get more views than t- live television, depending on what it is. Some some shit just bring it, like the finals is gonna be the finals. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Some shows are the shows, but like Fox News and shit like that, it be like two hundred thousand people watching. NFL games are on YouTube. Like you could legit bring Shannon Sharp over to YouTube to host NFL live NFL games. Sometimes it only be 20, 30, 40, 50,000 people watching some of these shows at a time. And I say that as if like I have that audience daily or some shit like that. But like my nigga, YouTube videos get Marcus probably get a million views on every YouTube page. That's I mean, every, every single video. YouTube video yeah. within like the first day or two. I'm saying like Shannon, he going to land somewhere and it's going to, it's going to cause a ripple effect, man. Uh, I would love for him to do some shit like that. Dog. He's like, cause like right now, ain't no contract that say you can't go a YouTube video on be a guest on. It is what it is. You feel me? Yeah. Like it's no, this, that would, that would, that shit would go fucking crazy. dog. The possibilities. are That endless. shit would go fucking crazy. All right. Whose man's is this? Uh, at this point, dog, I'm just going to make a Joe Biden segment, dog. Because why this nigga can't stand straight up, dog? <laughs> How many times he going to fall, dog? He's an older man. He's an older man. Nigga, we had a president that was in a wheelchair before. No one knew, okay? Why do y'all still? Why do y'all keep having him walking and standing up? Dog, whose mans is this, dog? He has to stand up. Don't move after you stand up. You, we seen you fall three or four. You fall off a bike. You fell up the steps. You fell down the steps. You fall on stage. You just keep falling. 
how weak does that make the country look that our every time it's a joke that our leader falls flat on his ass a few times in a year look i think we need to start having a kumite okay uh <laughs> run the kumite and whoever win them niggas is that's the president the strongest that's the nigga, secret society that runs the world nigga the strongest nigga from whatever whoever whatever country got the strongest people they win. Putin might fuck us up. Putin old as fuck. You put Putin and, and Bi- he, you put Putin and Biden in the ring. Who coming out alive? Both the niggas have dead. <laughs> Putin is not good. He's not well. He, in real life, he's not well. Uh, he might be stronger than Joe. He, he's one. He's one. He's one hundred percent more coherent. He's on drugs, but he's more coherent than Joe. Who's not on drugs? JFK was on heavy drugs and shit just to try to be normal and shit. All this shit comes out like years later and shit. And I'd be like, it'd be so interesting, dog. It'd be so interesting what was really going on. The fact that we had a fucking president. Nigga, JFK was the first televised presidential debate. Other than that, you seen them niggas in a newspaper. That's how we had a fucking president in a wheelchair. Ain't nobody knew. They, they took pictures from the bottom up. Pause. Look, just just get, get Joe a Walker or a Kane or something. Yo, get him out of here, dog. Democrats, if I know, find somebody else to run, dog. If we don't have nobody else. We got a whole fucking vice president that ain't nobody seen. We did it, Joe. Nobody's seen her. How did you drop the ball on this that quick? It's been four, well, three years. This was a time to build her up. Y'all did not build for three years. Now we got to get this nigga again. It's going to be him or Trump. Or DeSantis. I'm. Give me DeSantis. That's going to be scary. I will not be scared as much as I'm scared with Joe in there. Or or Trump in there. Trump may win again. He lost last time though. He ran and lost. Or they really did steal the election. I don't remember that whole AT and T bombing shit. I do. <laughs> on Christmas and that shit just went away. Bombed the center that had all the votes and the machines in it. That bitch just blew up, dog. <laughs> like, come on, dog. <laughs> we'll never know. Oh man, dog. I don't want Trump in there. Please, anybody. I don't want him to run. Like this is he. I just don't think the world is ready for a black female president. Nigga, the world don't give a fuck about America no more. That shit, we nigga. (laughs) You know what I what I remember us talking like the the fall of the economy a few weeks ago. Like nobody's fucking with the American dollar. We're and we're just fine. (laughs) Gas gas kind of creepy though. Wait to wait to the fall. Double entendre, but wait to the fall. Oh, you did a, 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 a double Andre. Andre and shit. Yeah. All right, man. All right, that's um, all I got. Yeah, that's all I got as well. Cheyenne, homie court next week. We're going to try and have a Royal Rumble up in here. And guess who's presiding? Judge Boss Damon, this bitch. All right. Hey, yo, man. 372? 372? Yo, it's your man, Dame. Three underscores, 313 on Twitter, on the gram, on TikTok. Uh, look at me talk to me I'll talk back look bitch when you see the blue and the black you know where you at it's big buttermilk in this bitch shop talk podcast bitch <laughs> your mama love how it tastes uh-huh. your mama love how it tastes nobody knows <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to y'all 372 weeks and uh, yo shop talk podcast episode 373 it's gonna be fucking amazing yeah dude. man this is about to be the, co- the cover art for the it uh, has to be you know what i'm saying right here it has to be. uh i got the anyway i'll tell y'all later but uh yeah listen man i appreciate y'all for checking in and rocking with us man we've been a staple uh in this podcast shit for a long fucking time and i think very highly of myself as a podcaster you feel me and um 
I think very highly of, highly of y'all for rocking with us for this song, man. That means that means y'all know a good thing when you see it. You Absolutely. Know? Everybody can't say the same thing. So when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dang. Hell yeah. Peace.